This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, May 26th. We were out yesterday. It was Memorial Day, so we ran a best of, but we are back fresh, live, and ready to entertain you. I am joined by my co-hosts, Tony Sanfilippo and Ryan Wink. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing great, fellas. Uh, Happy uh, Tuesday to you. It's great to be back in the saddle and uh, ready for another fun week here on the Christian Phoenix Show. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Three day weekend did me right. Feeling good. I think got my Guadalupe mug. <laughs> I think any uh, three day weekend is just a, a welcome relief and break, and so uh, it's nice to see that everybody is uh, refreshed and ready to go. Uh, Going into the question that I pose each and every day, obviously, when we were kids growing up, you know, we dreamed of being superheroes and having superpowers. And, you know, you always play that game with your friends. You know, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And so uh, that's the question I pose to you, Tony and Ryan. If you guys, when you were kids growing up, what was the one superpower that you wanted? Oh, as a kid, I think it changed all the time because Superman was cheap because he had all the powers um you know it's because you have so many options that's such a great question um i think mine would be would be kind of late be kind of to fly okay i would i mean i would i wish i could combine it like breathe underwater i totally would cheat like superman but fly would be my one (laughs) you'd be a combination of superman and aquaman yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, mine, Tony. I was going to say Superman, and then I was going to say fly. <laughs> <laughs> fly, like, hey, it saves you on travel. You want to get somewhere? Just because I want to fly as fast as Superman. Yeah, it's fast. I remember watching an episode. It was what was the one with Dean Cain? That show with Dean Cain, Lois and Clark. Yeah, yeah. And he went to China to get lunch for everyone, and he. <laughs> Or for Lois, anyway. So he flew to China, came back. She almost burned her mouth. The food was so hot. <laughs> well, and you know, this is a whole nother discussion we don't have time for. But uh, 
I always thought that DC superheroes were so overpowered and have very few weaknesses that, I mean, you look at Superman and, you know, he can fly, he can essentially go back in time, he goes so fast. He's uh, super strong, he's impervious to just about everything. He has laser vision, ice breath, um, I mean, you name it, there's just about nothing that he can't do aside from be exposed to kryptonite, which is a rare rock that, uh, you know doesn't pop up every once in a while. So I've always had a, a concern with that, but I was thinking about the flying thing. And if you had the ability to fly, you'd also have to be impervious to cold and heat because if you were flying so fast, you would be freezing. It is true. Yeah, you might need to get a suit. Maybe you're, uh, maybe you married a tailor. <laughs> you need a super suit. Where's my super suit? suit? A flying <laughs> wetsuit. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I wanted to hear Tony say it, so I said it. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Uh, for me, it was always telekinesis. I, I would have loved to move things with my mind, if not just to be lazy, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, turn off the lights with my mind or grab a beer from the fridge. Uh, I always thought that that would be cool. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mention that. I think about it sometimes as an adult. Sometimes I'll space off while I'm at work. And, you know, like the pallets are all jaggy. You have a walk coming in. There's, you know, a lot of things need to be swept, put away. It's like sometimes I wish you could just and just you could just do it and it'd be done. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. But unfortunately, you know, people don't have, you know, these big superpowers that, uh, you know, superheroes have. You know, people do some amazing things, but uh, not in this case. So three young Bolivian brothers were hospitalized after getting a Black Widow spider to bite them, thinking it would turn them into Spider-Man. According to officials, the Marvel-loving siblings, ages 12, 10, and 8, found the spider while herding goats in Chianta, a Ministry of Health official revealed at a briefing on Saturday. Thinking it would give them superhero powers, they prodded it with a stick until it bit each of them in turn. Finding them crying, their mom rushed them to a nearby health center, which transferred them to a nearby hospital. The would-be Peter Parkers were transferred to a third uh, were transferred a third time, taken to the children's hospital in La Paz the next day with fevers, tremors, and muscle pains, according to the report. There they, they were treated and discharged last Wednesday, almost a week after they were bitten. So it goes to show that, uh, you know, you can't believe everything you see on television, and a black widow spider is the last thing you want to get bit by if you want to try and get superpowers, unless you want to be uh, known as uh, necrotizing fasciitis boy. You know who I blame? (laughs) Who do you blame? The the (laughs) 12-year-old. It was probably his idea, right? I was going to say, being a kid, like, I did a lot of stupid and crazy stuff, but never once was I like, you know what would be a good idea? Black Widow. Yeah, no, nor I. Christian, did you ever do that? <laughs> no, in fact, uh, I, you know, anybody who's smart enough to know is, uh, you know, that the spider has to be radioactive. So uh, what they should have done Obviously. is put the spider in the microwave first and then let it bit them. Exactly. That would have worked. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks, let's talk about this Tuesday, shall we? This is Taco Tuesday! We have a fun show lined up for you all. Uh, We've got Rank It With Ryan. Ryan's going to take us through a ranker list, and Tony and I are going to take guesses at uh, the top ten there. Today... 
That's all I got to exactly. say. Exactly. Today years old. We'll explain what that is when we come up. Uh, call in topic. We want you guys to call at 915. We're going to be talking about something you saw or read that turned you off to a food forever. Podcasts we love, Saturday morning Rewind Cartoon. Our friend Tim Nidell is going to be talking about his interview with James Woods. We've got This Day in History, and up next we have the Entertainment News and Celebrity Birthdays with Tony. Folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. Folks, we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, May 26th. Now, we've set up what we call the Phoenix Line. It's a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line. So if you want to call in and maybe not talk to a live person, just leave a message, keep it entertaining, give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. And it can be on any topic. You could talk about something that we were talking about here you know maybe what your favorite superpower was as a kid you can check in you can tell us how you're doing just keep it entertaining and uh we'll compile all those up put them together and release them in a future episode now we are into the second segment of the show and as always that means tony is here with the entertainment news hey guys it's the tuesday entertainment uh, news. So here we go. We have um, the first one. Um, we are going to be talking about the Snyder Cut. That seems to be the big thing this weekend. So fans of uh, DC's Justice League were excited to hear that Zack Snyder announced that the Snyder Cut will be coming to HBO Max in 2021. But there are a few provisos. Um, so if you're expecting all these scenes you, you know, as a DC fan, we're excited to see and going back and reshooting with like Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, uh, Ray Fisher, Jason Momoa, any of those you were expecting, you're going to be a little disappointed because unfortunately there's not going to be any reshoots for this movie. It's uh, unfortunately just going to be additional dialogue. That's all they're going to do. So here's something that hasn't been reported. Zack Snyder wanted to shoot additional and do additional photography, but HBO Max said no. <laughs> That's not happening. They're going to give him money for post-production, for special effects, for scoring, and even ADR, but no reshoots of any kind for this movie. So unfortunately, they're going to be dropping about 20 to $30 million for additional dialogue. As a DC fan, Christian, what is your take on uh, on this now that uh, is it going to still make you want to see it? There's some talk they may even do it as just like a series for HBO Max and make it about four to five hours, like an hour long show. Interesting. Yeah, I honestly wasn't expecting any reshoots or any like really new footage. What I was looking forward to is just the difference in tone from the editing, because I know that's what a lot of people were looking for. Uh, most people weren't uh, excited by Joss Whedon's trying to make it a little more marvelized, a little more lighthearted. They wanted the Zack Snyder dark, you know, Man of Steel. And I think that's what we're going to get. I'm looking forward to it. 
That'll be good. So May t- May of 2021 is when it's supposed to drop. So we'll stay tuned for that. Yep, year but from we- now. Weaving into more director's cuts, I know you might not be excited, Christian, but our fan from our podcast, Lacey, would be fans of... Oh, no. Ah, 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 Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, David Ayer said there is going to be a Suicide Suicide Squad director's cut that will have more of the Joker. Ugh. So he is trying to get his version out as he feels that Jared Leto was such a great Joker that there is so much of his scenes that were unable to be seen. So he wants to jump in on the bandwagon and get the fans behind to release the Leto cut, or as they're calling it, the Air cut. So. It says more Enchantress, more June Moon, uh, more Joker. So while this hasn't been greenlit or anything, um, he is pushing to release this. So again, what do you think? Well, it, it <laughs> when you first said that there was going to be a director's cut, my first impression was, well, it can't get any worse than the movie that was released. And then you mentioned more <laughs> Leto Joker, and I was quickly, quickly mistaken. Oh, yeah. Well, if you love that story, Chris, we're going to weave into one more director's cut, and you're not going to see this one coming. You going to answer that? Quit better jobs than this. Ghostbusters, what do you want? The Ghostbusters franchise is slated to return to the big screen with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Obviously, that got delayed till next year, which I know you and I are bummed. Um, a direct sequel to the original two films. Now... Here is the one that where the story goes kind of downhill. Paul Feig of uh, of the uh, Women's Ghostbusters answer the call has a three and a half hour cut that he's ready to release. So fans of the Ghostbusters answer the call, um, which uh, obviously for the listeners out there, that one had uh, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Leslie Jones, and Kate McKinnon. While I had a good cast. Minus Leslie Jones, my opinion. Um, <laughs> they are pushing the film. They're trying to release three and a half hours of the movie so they could truly get the feel of the female Ghostbusters. Gentlemen, your take on that. Uh, Ryan, I'll let you uh, uh, start off with that. <laughs> I was putting the ball in your court. I actually <laughs> never saw it, so I can't have too much of an opinion on that. You're, you're probably better off for not have seen it. Uh, you know, I... I strongly dislike the movie not because it was recast and all female led or or any of those reasons you know i really enjoy Kristen wig i i really enjoy kate mckinnon uh, melissa mccarthy but i don't think that one the writing was on par with the original ghostbusters movies um i think it was a lot of just you know cheap toilet humor versus the very smart comedy that was in the original ones and uh it took a lot of liberties being what was supposed to be sort of a sequel to those first two movies uh but then you know taking you know cameos of people that uh you know it was more just filling it the screen with people that we recognize as opposed to servicing the story or, or making it even funny yeah i'm would not be interested in watching a three and a half hour cut me personally not, a, um, not not unless it's funnier. Not unless they uh, ramped up the uh, comedy some. Can I get less Leslie Jones and all her racist stuff? Like, if you take that stuff out of it, I would have been fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on from uh, remakes. Oh, sorry, brother. That's fine. I was just... 
more Joker, more Jones, back to back. What is just more Henry? Here, more Henry Cavill CG mustache uh, being eliminated. <laughs> I need oh, a CG. What? <laughs> mustache? Oh yeah, you didn't. So going back to Tony's original story, uh, <laughs> when Justice League was shot, they did uh, reshoots, and Henry Cavill had to come back in, but he was committed to the Mission Impossible role where he had a mustache. And so what they did was they reshot everything with him with the mustache, and then went in and CG eliminated that mustache in the movie, and it just looked weird and funky. <laughs> <laughs> That's another reason why DC just completely fails sometimes. <laughs> I feel like you guys have brought this up before, and I had the same reaction. Wait, CG mustache? G mustache. Uh, yeah, <laughs> elimination. So it, it just looks like he has a swollen upper lip. It's uh, it's hard to watch sometimes. Yeah, it's a little tough. <laughs> All right, we got one more entertainment news before we roll into the birthday. <laughs> That was a loud one. Oh, sorry, my stomach hurt there. Uh, talking, uh, Jurassic World Dominion is coming out next year, which will be the third and final installment of the Jurassic World trilogy. Um, producer Frank Marshall told Collider that the film won't be bringing the entire series to a conclusion. As he envisioned it as an endpoint for the series, he says it's actually a start of a new era. Uh, the dinosaurs are now mainland amongst us, spoiler alert, and they will be four for quite some time. While I doubt anyone was really expecting the franchise to end with Jurassic World Dominion, not when there's money to me, maybe. Right. It is interesting to know Marshall expects the series to continue. And for those that don't know, the, the third one in the world trilogy is uh, it's going to find Owen, a.k.a. Chris Pratt, Claire, Bryce Dallas Howard, and others with the fallout of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which found the dinosaurs now freely roaming the American wilderness in urban areas. The film will also feature the return of Jeff Goldblum as Dr. Ian Malcolm, Sam Neill as Dr. Alan Grant, and Laura Dern as Dr. Ellie Sattler. Um, so we'll bring them all together. It kind of takes both trilogies and mashes them up, which I think personally would probably just be a good way to end the franchise, if you ask me. I don't don't really think... I, I, got a, I have a prediction... I'm going to guess dinosaurs are going to be running wild, right? There's probably going to be maybe one or two characters that you really don't like. They end up getting e getting eaten. There's going to be probably one character that you do like that gets eaten. There's going to be a big struggle. You think they might take over the world, but eventually the good guys are going to win, defeat and contain the dinosaurs, and it's the happy ending. What do you think? Did you get an early copy of the script? I mean, it. it I don't see how you could be wrong. I'm savvy. Said that beautifully. I like that. I think everything is going to go according to plan. They're gently going to round up the dinosaurs and return them to Jurassic Park, and everybody's going to live happily ever after. And it won't, it won't be an irresponsible decision, also uh, based on greed that leads to more chaos. That definitely won't happen. No, no, yeah. not at all. Definitely not. No. <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, let's go ahead and hear some celebrity birthdays. Tone. Yeah, birthdays. I had we actually had some good names on this one. I had to throw three of them in from yesterday because they were so good. So first off, Mr. Mike Myers turned fifty-seven yesterday. Hello, happy yeah. friggin' birthday to my homie, <laughs> Frank Oz, aka Yoda, and Cookie Monster. 
is 76. That was a piss poor Yoda, by the way. <laughs> Yoda is you not need, on you need to party. smoke more cigarettes first. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Dr. Quacky will help with that. Uh, <laughs> Magneto, a.k.a. Sir Ian McKellen, turned 81 yesterday. And, um, oh, wow, I don't know what that was. Oh, no. <laughs> and now, today's birthdays, Helena Bottom Carter, a.k.a. Mrs. Tim Burton, is 53. Matt Stone, co-creator of South Park, is 48. Oh, good. Rock star Stevie Nicks is 71. Lenny Kravitz turned 55. Lauren Hill turned 44. And are you ready for some football? That was terrible. Hank Williams Jr. turned 70. And heavenly birthday, good old John Wayne would have been a young 113 years old if humans lived that long. Well, uh, happy birthday, John. (laughs) There you go. And that is your birthdays for Tuesday, May 26th and Monday, May 25th. Very cool. Well, when we come back, folks, we've got Rank It With Ryan. Ryan's going to take us through a list of uh, the top ten something, and uh, hopefully Tony and I will get it right, unlike last week. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to have some fun. We'll see you on the other side. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, May 26th. Now, we're all over social media. Obviously, you're all over social media. So guess what? Let's meet up on social media. Uh, You may be watching us live on Facebook Live or on YouTube Live. But uh, if you want to get a hold of us, if you want to leave a comment, uh, or you just want to check out things on a day-to-day basis, uh, you can get a hold of me, or you can find me on facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony dot San Filippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony dot San Filippo eighty one. And Ryan is available at Facebook.com forward slash Ryan dot wink or on Instagram at names wink. All right, it is Tuesday. We didn't have our put it in your mouth Monday because we were off yesterday. But on Tuesdays we do it each and every week. We've got Rank It with Ryan. <laughs> Yes, Tony and I are going to be All right. battling out the top ten. What are we looking for today, Ryan? You guys are going to love this one. It's right up your alley. I totally suited this to your taste, your likings, the things you enjoy. Yes, we're doing the greatest sci-fi movies of all time. Ooh. All right. Well, customarily, I'm going to hand it on over to Tony, see if he can get uh, one of the ones that's in the top ten. Knowing our streak last week, it's going to be something like, uh, I don't know, Bicentennial Man is going to be number one. So, but uh, <laughs> it's actually it's actually pretty good. Okay. I right. think you guys, I think I think you'll you'll agree with a lot of it. Good about this one. Ooh, yeah, Christian, I'm ready. Uh, yes, I am. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to say number one, 
Star Wars. Which one? Ooh. Okay, um, A New Hope. Star Wars A New Hope is on the list. Let me see what number it is here. It is number seven. Star Wars A New Hope is number seven. You got it. (laughs) Just so uh, Tony doesn't steal it out from me, I'm going to say the number one Star Wars movie, Empire Strikes Back. That is number one on the list, Christian. Boom. All right. Nailed it. I didn't want Tony to run away with it too far. I'm going to go return. No, no, one to one. (laughs) Oh, number nine. Two to one. (laughs) Three Star Wars movies right there. Well, and being the fact that uh, those are probably the only three that are in the top ten, I'm going to change things up and go, uh, well, let's see, it's 2019, or sorry, it's 2020 right now, so I'm going to go 19 years into the past or into the future when it came out, and I'm going to say 2001, A Space Odyssey. That is not on the top ten, sir. What? I'm going to... I'm going to stay away from the Star Wars for a minute and say The Fifth Element. I would agree with that, but Ranker for this list did not, and that is not on the top ten, sir. So we're still two to one. (laughs) And, uh, oh, God, I love Fifth Element. In fact, uh, my son's name is... so good. My son's name is Corbin, after Corbin Dallas, spelled the same way. So, uh... Sad to see that's not in the top ten. Um, I'm going to say Aliens, the second one. Aliens is number three. That's two to two. All right. Very good, sir. As, yeah. As much as the first one's a classic, I think uh, number two is actually better. James Cameron uh, directed that one. All right, Tone. I'm going uh, really- yeah, it was Ridley Scott, the first one. Exactly. Star Trek. What are you going to say? Star Trek. You lose, sir. You get nothing. I don't know, I don't know any of them. I'm sorry. I'm not a Chucky. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know if that's how they talk. But... <laughs> two to two. Two oh, to two. Let, let's make this loss, that loss official. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's 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 what I meant. Exactly. All right. Um, I'm I'm gonna stick in the world of aliens, but go slightly different. Say predator. Predator is number eight. Boom. Pulling pulling you into the lead. Pulling you into the lead, sir. Three to two. So we've got five of the top ten so far. So we still got five to, to figure out. So uh, it's anybody's game at this point. All on you, Tone. Nah, it's probably not going to be on there, but how about E.T.? It's not. It's I not on the top ten. Could have been. Ooh. Ouch. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to stick with Spielberg in this one, but uh, my guess is it's probably too old for a ranker list. I'm going to say Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 
Unfortunately, that did not make the top ten, my good friend. No mashed nope. potato sculptures for me. <laughs> what are we, where are we at? Three to two still, Christian? Three to two. Yep, yeah. still got five more to go. Uh, Tony, it's on you. Mm. All right. How about uh, Starship Troopers? <laughs> no. <laughs> Movies and I would say I would say good guess, but I would be lying. Yeah. I award you no points, <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Had you said the second one, I would have just I would have just closed my computer. <laughs> the yeah. the straight to video <laughs> one. I'll do the day. Drop out the bed. <laughs> all right, uh, boy, sci-fi movies, top sci-fi movies of all time. Um, boy, let's think. Maybe something a little oh. more recent. Uh, boy, I, I'm sort of drawing a blank. I'm going to say Event Horizon. I know it's not on there, but I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Where's? Can you pull up that soundbite, the one? Which one? I've got the one. Can you do it? The bad nothing. one, you lose, sir. You get nothing. You get nothing. You lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. Yeah, probably not even. Yeah, the top no, 50. that was not on there. <laughs> All right, Tone. I'm, I'm, just, I'm gonna say Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. It <laughs> seems like it's a, a ranker list that just has a bunch of Star Wars. It's also Phantom Menace. Are you basing it off of last week's ranker list? Was that what that, that guess is based off of? Yeah, after giving you a few left field ones of uh, crapola, we'll just go back with where we were starting off hot. Yeah, unfortunately, um, <clears throat> that is not on the top. <laughs> I, I can't. I had to try to. <laughs> I can't believe I, I didn't think of this. Going back to James Cameron, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Ooh. So, you know, what they have the well. Listen, let me let me finish. So they have the Terminator on here, but and why don't we just all agree it should be Terminator Two, and we'll give it to you. Okay, I will take it because yeah. <laughs> well, is that cool, Tony? Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> okay, it's just. Yeah, the Terminator is on here. We're giving it to you. Right. I feel like That's people number put, five. I think people put it on the list because they remember that it should be Terminator, just not the correct Terminator, Terminator Two. <laughs> exactly. That's how I. That's what I think happened as well. All right, Tone. Let's do uh, one more round of guesses, and then Ryan can uh, count us down from the top ten. Uh, what do you got, Tone? Um, I know it's not really science fiction or anything, and it's probably not on there, but since I'm getting my ass kicked this week, I'm just going to say Back to the Future, just for fun, with time travel and everything. Great, Scott. You messed that one up. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You off. <laughs> Great, Scott. Yeah. Great, Scott, <laughs> there you go. That was good. Nope, that was not on there. Um, so you have two. There's no way you could win. Let's see if uh, Christian can really bring it home right now and, and get that five to two, five to two victory. I'm gonna go back to the Alien franchise and say the original Alien. That was the good choice because that's number two. Woo! All right.
right. Well, it looks like, uh, unlike last week, I, uh, I'm i the winner. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Uh, so we got, let's see, five, six, seven. So there were three we didn't get. But uh, go ahead and take us down from 10 to 1. All right. Here we go. Starting at number 10, Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, fudge. I almost said that. It's a good one. You should yeah, that is a good one. Number nine, Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. Number eight, Predator. Number seven, Star Wars, A New Hope. Number six, The Matrix. Oh, I'd agree with that. All right, all right. A little more consensus this week. Number five, The Terminator. Two Judgment Day. <laughs> Revised. <laughs> Number four, Blade Runner. Okay. Oh, I'm yes. Sure. Yeah. Will you guys agree? I mean, does that work yeah. for you? I'm good with that. Yeah, I'd agree. Number three, Aliens. Number two, Alien. Yep. And number one, Star Wars, Episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. So that's... That's our ranking with Ryan for this week, baby. Christian killed it. Much better list this week. Make sure you guys tune in every Tuesday for another Rank It With Ryan list. When we come back, we're going to be talking today years old. If you don't know what that means, stay tuned. You're about to find out. We'll see you guys on the other side. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we wanted to thank you folks for sticking with us. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, May 26. We are into the last segment of the first hour, but there's still plenty of show ahead. So uh, stick with us. We're having a lot of fun on this Tuesday morning. I almost said Monday. Uh, Very confusing at this point. But if you missed a portion of the show, you want to catch up on an old show, just head over to americamatters.us. Click on the Shows and Podcasts link and uh, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and you can find everything you need there. Or you can head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, iHeart, TuneIn, so many more. And uh, we are available all over there. If you get a chance, go ahead and subscribe. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And as I always say, sharing is caring. Let your friends know how much fun you're having and uh, how much fun we're having as well. Well, guys, I wanted to talk about in this segment something that uh, has come up a couple times that is sort of a weird thing that's happening in the zeitgeist right now. And it's an expression known as, I was today years old, which essentially means that uh, I just found out something that I've never known. And uh, the expression is, I was today years old. Today years, it's almost a tongue twister, today years old when I found out blank. Uh, are you guys familiar with the expression at all? I was not uh, until right now. I'm yeah, I was today say, years I'm old when I found out about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 39 years old when I first heard that, uh, that expression. Thanks, Christian. No, it's not you were 39 years old. Stuff. You were today years old when you first heard it. Oh, Today years old. Oh, well, Apparently I suppose the entire friggin' point of that story, Tony. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Uh, it's a, it's an expression of the TikTok generation, but uh, it actually kind of works. So I wanted to run through some things that uh, people were today years old when they found out. Find out if you knew about it, and guess what? If you didn't, you were today years old when you found out about it. So the first one is uh, the KFC Twitter account only follows 11 people. The Five Spice Girls and six guys named Herb. This is because of their secret blend of 11 <laughs> herbs and spices. The first person to notice and point this out was sent a painting of himself holding a drumstick while riding piggyback on the colonel. <laughs> so uh, were you today's I, years old? I didn't, know they had, I didn't know they had such creative folks down there at KFC. That's genius. Not only the five spice girls and six guys named Herb, but that painting. Who is running the show over there? I don't know, but they're brilliant. And you got to see this painting. I'm going to put this whole list up onto our Facebook uh, page, so facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio, so you can see the, the painting is about as classic as uh, you know them just following 11 herbs and spices. All right, the next one. I was today years old when I found out about donkey nannies, which are donkeys that are used in Italy to transport newborn lambs down from the mountains for seasonal grazing. And it's basically a donkey wearing a saddlebag that's filled with uh, newborn lambs. It's, it's a very weird thing to see. I'd have to say I'm today's years old. I did not know that. I didn't either. It's not, is it cute? Uh, it is. It is absolutely adorable. It doesn't look cruel or inhumane oh, whatsoever. Um, it's about the sweetest thing that you'll see. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. I like little baby lambs. It's very cute. If you don't like baby lambs, there is something wrong with you in the head. They are <laughs> right? adorable. <With> their... <laughs> they are baby very goat, adorable. Baby lambs. I mean, most baby animals in general, there's a few ugly ones in there. I've met a few. Uh, yeah. humans. <laughs> <laughs> well, lambs and goats have those weird, like, square pupils. That's a little freaky, but uh, all right. Uh, moving on, uh, I, I know the answer in Tony's case, but uh, for you, Ryan, how handy are you? How are, you know, is fixing things around the house and, and those sorts of things? Fairly. <laughs> all right. Not super. <laughs> I can... I can fix some things, I can put some things together, but I'm not a super handy guy. Well, I don't know if you recall, if your dad might have had some of these, but the Craftsman um, screwdrivers, you know, whether it's a flathead or a Phillips head that had sort of the bulbous thing on the end of it, uh, somebody wrote, I was today years old when I found out screwdriver handles were designed to put a wrench on it to help loosen tight screws. So you can put a box wrench on the end and actually uh, help you loosen that. Which, uh, actually, I'm finding out for the first time myself. Life hack. Uh, you, yeah. Did not know that the entire time. <laughs> I was, what? That's genius. I know. I know. Yeah. See, we're, we're educating people as well as entertaining. Here's another one that you'll probably never use, but uh, just blew my mind. I was today years old when I learned how long owl legs are. Yes, the animal and owl. Uh, there's a picture of the owl, and you think it has like you know just feet that are popping out. But if you actually pull the feathers up, their legs are as long as the rest of their torso, and it's very weird looking. I will admit, I did not know that. 
<laughs> the first pun of the show. Um, I was going to say, that's kind of fitting. I'm driving by this big tree that has two big-ass owls on it. Whoa. Um, hey, yeah, take that's, that's a true story, but uh, I did not know their legs were as long as their torso. Hey, you can firsthand just pull over to the side of the road and, and pull up those feathers and take a look for yourself. Oh, I no. would, but that hot blonde would think I'm creeping up on her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The, the sights of my travels to work. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I digress. That, that bit of information was a real hoot. Oh, <laughs> look at that. All right, moving on. So this is uh, one for our geeky, nerdy fans. I know Tony will appreciate this and uh, might even have a good impression for it. I was today years old when I found out Gandalf, the gray or the white, carried his pipe in his staff. So his wooden staff, you shall not pass, has his wooden pipe in it. I shall not pass, little hobbit says, come with me. I did not know that, Christian. <laughs> I, I was thinking... I got off the ground. <laughs> um, Wait, are you serious, Christian? I'm dead serious, and uh, the picture You're not blowing smoke? Oh... <laughs> You walked, right, you walked right into it. Ryan, Ryan is getting all of his puns from the first three segments that he missed into this one, and, and I, for one, appreciate it. <laughs> Here's one that uh, I actually found out just the other day. The pun master. <laughs> that uh, Tony sent to me. I was today years old when I learned an iPhone user can text another iPhone user the words pew pew, P-E-W, space P-E-W, and it'll send a laser graphic i did know that actually i've had pew pew sent to me by another iphone user and uh i was surprised but i was three weeks years old because it happened about three weeks ago maybe a month so you, <laughs> three weeks you're you, boy that's hard three? how do you say that i don't even know my i don't i was three it. weeks old and i learned how to pew pew with my friends <laughs> oh i've been pew pew lasers by going pew pew it was a good time <laughs> i've been pew pew day one <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. let's uh let's move on to another one that uh, i am now today years old finding out uh, my son had his first toblerone today everybody loves a toblerone bar said what's the bear for the mom replied what bear I was today years old when I found out there's a bear in the Toblerone logo. So in the mountain, there is the silhouette of a bear that uh, I had never seen. And, uh, well, until now. Wow, that that gave uh, that made me pause when I heard that bit of information. That's like... <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I did not know that. I had no clue there was a bear. All right, and we're closing out this hour of the show, and I just want to leave you guys with this. I was today years <laughs> old when I found out that turtles were their shells, not lived inside their shells. Mind-blowing. We don't have time to dive into it. But uh, you can find out, uh, take a look at it on the Christian Phoenix uh, Facebook page, Christian Phoenix uh, sorry, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Folks, when we come back, we're going to head into our second hour. We're headed into the long break. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys on the other side.
it up. Fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Welcome back, folks, to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, May 26th. I'm still here with my co-host, Ryan Wink. We've lost Tony officially to the singularity now, but we have picked up Ryan Billy... Ryan Billy Galewood. Wow, we know it's a Tuesday. <laughs> I, I just gave you a, a new first name, Billy. Billy One Galewood. The same. <laughs> Our uh, wonderful filling co-host. We have so much fun when Billy's on here. But uh, Billy, how you doing? How was your long weekend? It was really nice. I got a lot of dusting and cleaning uh, done. I feel good about that. Um, that was a productive uh, weekend alone. Yeah, and you know, as people can see, you've had a, a little bit of a change of scenery. No longer down in San Diego in the trailer. Looks like you're back home now. I will be. I am back home. I will be back in the trailer soon. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Billy's continuing his tradition of alien T-shirts. I see. Yes, this one says, "Don't talk to strangers." <laughs> <laughs> the other one I have says, "Allergic to humans." <laughs> That was real appropriate. That's appropriate right now. (laughs) I often find that uh, my movie watching habits revolve around some of the things we talk about here. And the other day after we were talking about alien encounters, decided to watch the movie Paul with uh, Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost and and Seth Rogen, obviously, as the alien Paul. And ah, that movie holds up so funny. Yeah, it does hold up. That's a great one. I saw it for the first time uh, like six months ago. Oh, no kidding. I was like, what was I sleeping on this movie for? Right. Yeah, not nearly as popular as like Shaun of the Dead, but uh, it's worth it. And there's some great actors in there. You've got uh, Bill Hader, Joe Latrulio, Kristen Wiig. uh, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. I mean, you don't want to sleep yep. on that one. And think, of, think of how hard it was to cast the alien. I mean, how many how many people can actually go out for that role? I know. Well, one, apparently, and they got him, <laughs> which is good. They caught him. <laughs> well, folks, uh, this is an interactive show. We want you to call in at the end of the segment for our call-in topic we're about to talk about here. Uh, that number is 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255, toll-free from anywhere in the world. This next topic came up out of something that um, my wonderful fiance decided to turn me and her onto and has just about ruined our lives over the weekend, uh, especially after making a Costco run. So something for you guys to think about, uh, you know, just a little bit as I dive into the story. Well, what started as a TikTok trend now has most of us ready to swear off popular berry forever. Apparently, if you wash your strawberries in salt water, little bugs may crawl out of them. Let's all take a moment to pause and collectively dry heave, shall we? A little-known fly called the spotted wing 
Drosophila lays eggs inside of strawberries, and once they hatch, will crawl out of the strawberries when washed in warm salt water, appearing as tiny white maggots. And why, you, you may ask, did these little friends make it past farmers undetected? Well, they're so sneaky that they're the only pests that can be transported to a grocery store, an assistant professor for the University of Florida said. And it's all thanks to the fly's powerful ovipositor, or leg eight, egg-laying organ. The species is able to make a very fine incision that can be seen or can't be seen with the naked eye and lays its eggs in there. Now, uh, as far as the Food and Drug Administration goes, they have an entire guide dedicated towards safe levels of defects, quote-unquote, we eat in food, including the presence of insects. According to the organization, it's impossible to get rid of all insects from food without using an insane amount of pesticides. Again, perhaps we file this under things we never needed to admit to ourselves. So the call-in topic is going to be you've watched something or you've read something that has ruined a food for you forever, like we now have been with strawberries. Thank you guys very much. Um, Ryan, Billy, anything come to mind that you guys have seen that uh, you just won't eat after watching or reading? Well, for a while it was meat. <laughs> after that what was that one that ellen got behind it was called like supersize uh, me or no it was another one just called, it was uh oh dang it it was a i know what you're talking about and it was like they covered the five uh yeah it was called oh yeah gross okay i don't know there was this <laughs> but yeah I, it, it was it was all on factory farming and like what they do with but for a while i couldn't eat meat because of just this factory farming I don't blame you. You know, I I think I saw the pink slime that uh, uh, McDonald's uses for their chicken McNuggets, and I didn't Say eat chicken. Yeah, I didn't eat chicken McNuggets for a while after that. Of course, you know, sometimes they're just too tasty. I, I did go back to it, but uh, yeah, if you want to be ruined from uh, chicken McNuggets for the rest of your life, go ahead and just look up mm-hmm. McDonald's pink slime, and uh, that'll do it for you. Did you ever see the time Gordon Ramsay, I think it was Gordon Ramsay, made Chicken McNuggets for a group of um, American kids and showed how they did the meat puller thing. And it was just, all the kids were like, gross, 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 gross. And at the end of it, he's like, now who wants Chicken McNuggets? And they were all like, we do. <laughs> like, Americans don't care, man. <laughs> exactly. What about you, Ryan? Anything come to mind? Oh, I recently saw a picture from a fast food restaurant it was a chicken sandwich and basically the only thing that got cooked was the outside batter so it was a picture of a sandwich with a bite or something taking out of it and it's just a raw chicken breast in there with batter around it inside of a sandwich and i i got sick once off of a chicken sandwich and that just like it pushed me over the edge as far as fast food chicken sandwiches go yeah i would i would imagine I'm good well, forever. Go, it goes back to the old adage. We don't want to see how the sausage is made. We just want to eat it. Well, folks, uh, we are opening the phone lines now. Again, that's 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Give us a call right now with a uh, something you read or something you saw that turned you off from a certain food forever. Um, I know there's plenty of them out there, and uh, we do want to hear from you. Again, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255 from anywhere in the world. Folks, when we get back, we'll be taking your calls on the topic. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
unable to listen to the whole show, a recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, May 26th. If you are watching the video, you will notice that uh, Ryan's moved some things around. He's actually switched to his phone, and I think we're getting a little bit better audio, aren't we, Ryan? Do we sound all right? Sounding great. We're getting better. Sounds good. I think we've got a winner. (laughs) But, uh, folks, this segment is not about us. It is all about you. We want you to call in 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255 from anywhere in the world. Our subject today is you read something or watched something that ruined a food for you forever. We were talking in the last break about uh, how my fiance decided to watch a thing about uh, washing your strawberries in warm salt water and how little bugs crawl out of it. And of course, we had just made a Costco run, bought the like 18-pound size of strawberries, and uh, needless to say, we had to throw them out immediately because uh, that's about as gross as it gets. Uh, it sort of reminds me of, uh, God, what was that movie with uh, Jim Carrey, uh, Yes Man, where uh, they take a spontaneous trip to Cleveland or something like that and visit a, uh, a poultry plant, and uh, he immediately passes out on the... Uh, uh, the factory floor and uh, I, Billy's it, from Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Cleveland. That's why my hands went up. <laughs> it's always little Billy in Cleveland, no matter what it is. You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Give us a call now. 844-790-8255. Uh, Billy, you mentioned that uh, one of your friends is listening. Yeah. And they chimed in. My friend, Alex uh, wrote in to me and said there was uh, one of those gross long-legged mosquitoes and a raspberry I almost ate once, and I never ate raspberries again. So he didn't even eat it. He almost ate it, noticed it, and then uh, didn't touch a raspberry again, which uh, I applaud him for even noticing because most of us would just pop it in our mouth and then uh, deal with the aftermath. Yeah. Mosquito? Um, A mosquito. Inside of the raspberry? No, it sounded like it was on the raspberry. Uh, on, uh, there was a, a gross long-legged mosquito in a raspberry. It was. Uh, he's <laughs> letting me know. Was it in? <laughs> was it in the raspberry? Inquiring minds want to uh, know. Was it like a fossilized <laughs> Jurassic Park? <laughs> it was it like a yeah. It was like that guy. Like it's you know, the, at the top of his cane, he had a strawberry. And in the exactly. middle, did he spare no expense? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> he had they the really, little... they really jammed. Uh, oh, they jammed. Uh, they really jammed oh. that mosquito in there. Look at Billy hey. coming out of the gate with puns. Oh, oh, were you pre- like... were you preserving that joke? Ooh. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah, yeah. We gotta sp- we gotta spread them out. Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, Those uh, were very bad. Oh, wow. I, Sound good for like one. I, 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 I'm just going to wear this button out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, I mean, even something like a fly, which, you know, spends most of its mm-hmm. day on uh, dog excrement and, and, and every other nasty thing. If it just lands on your food, that's enough to ruin it for you. But, uh, you know, finding out that there's things that live in it. Mm. Yeah, he said it was inside. It was inside. Whatever. How, I would have never found that. I would have ate. You'd have just it. been like, la, 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 yeah. La, I usually bug, bug. grab about 
that many. That's like mm-hmm. a small handful of berries. It's yeah. like popcorn. And then I just figure a way to stuff right. it all in my mouth. One time I went to a restaurant and I ordered a salad and an inchworm was crawling across my like fork. And they were like, I, to me though, I come from, I, you know, I do a lot of farm work. So I thought it was just fresh. I was like, <laughs> oh, fresh. And they're like, we'll give you your whole meal for free. I'm like, I'll take two because it's real fresh. <laughs> I was like trying to, bro, like, I'm so angry. And I was like, come here, little buddy. Just an extra source of protein for you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't eat it. <laughs> I just saw it. <laughs> I, I think what might be more disturbing is that the FDA allows for a certain amount of bugs to live in your food safely for them to, uh, you know, allow them to pass it along that I don't think a lot of people realize. The other yeah. thing is uh, I had heard at one point there was a beetle or a bug that was used to make uh, like a red dye, um, you know, like a, a oh. food dye, and uh, that that's what it was actually made of. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they still use that or if that's, you know, or what, but uh, I don't know. That, I, still I got disturbing. you one. Do you know what vanilla extract is made out of? Organic vanilla extract? I want to say vanilla bean. No, the, the anal gland of a beaver. What? Beaver anal gland is what what is used to make vats of vanilla extract. Apparently, the vanilla, damn they got like a tasty little behind back there. Them beavers, and then they and then they and they like one drop could make vats of it. Look it up. I would not have guessed that. That's I was so, a I just ruined a lot of desserts for you right there. Yeah, thank I w- you. I was today years old when I found out that uh, vanilla extract was ruined for me forever now. <laughs> yes. Mm. All right. B- Billy. Uh, <laughs> anal glands. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> or bags, as they're known. That's the acronym. <laughs> BAGs. 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 Uh, yeah, we're we're just ruining foods left and right for uh, everybody we listening. We got bags of vanilla extract back here. Ooh. <laughs> um, folks, we want to hear from you. We've got a few minutes left. 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Tell us about something you watched, something you read that just ruined a food for you. You won't touch it again just by the way it's prepared, something you know about it. Again, we were talking about uh, these little flies that uh, were found to be living in strawberries, and uh, it is quite disturbing. Uh, Ryan, anything else you can think of on your end that would just be something that uh, you know, would inform our audience and uh, limit their diet possibilities at this point? You know what I just thought of? It seems so it seemed like a big deal at the time, but now that we've been going through quarantine, remember this a short while ago when we couldn't eat, there was a certain type of lettuce we couldn't eat for a while. And it was like, we can't eat that lettuce. I remember going to a restaurant. They're like, sorry, we can't serve that lettuce. And it seemed very bizarre and strange. And like, and now I I rewent to that restaurant the other day. It was like glass up masks. I was like, man, I'll take, the bad lettuce back <laughs> yeah <laughs> over now anything else at this point right now they're like trying that? to sell you anything like can we sell you some of that old back lettuce uh, <laughs> was it romaine or it's yeah, probably it was... romaine if it was an e coli thing it was a romaine maybe spinach but romaine got hit pretty hard romaine got hit pretty hard <laughs> pretty hard <laughs> romaine wasn't built in a day romaine was oh i ate a half a i ate a half a ball of uh iceberg lettuce once I just ate half of it. A half of it. Just, <laughs> just ate half. As a snack. Sat there like this. 
Like I was eating Isn't a it a head of lettuce? I like that you call it, but it looks like a ball. <laughs> did I say what did I say? A ball? Yeah, a ball of lettuce. Have a ball lettuce. <laughs> Sounds more gangster. <laughs> Still only two calories. <laughs> yeah, because it's mostly just water. Nothing? Well, yeah, iceberg lettuce is just water with a wrapper. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm not a big lettuce guy. You know, uh, I'll, I'll have salad, but it's got to be drowned in ranch or, or Italian dressing or, or something that to have any way. sort of flavor. Ugh, boring. <laughs> I just like the phrase, I'm not a big lettuce guy. <laughs> not a big lettuce guy. <laughs> not a big vegetable guy at all, but, uh, yeah. you know, it's, I, I, yeah. I definitely enjoy meat. Meat and potatoes, that's sort of the staple of my yeah. diet. Of course, you know, if you knew how most of these things were made, you know, most people wouldn't eat meat, going back to what you were I talking think, about, Billy. I think Ooh. that's how you develop a voice such such as you have. That's a meat and potatoes that's voice right there. That's a meat and potatoes voice, yes. Yeah. That's not a veggie voice, baby. <laughs> you were at like 14 going, more meat, more potatoes. I'm yep. almost there. Yep. I'm almost there. Yeah, the unfortunate side effect is that it puts hair on your chest and your back <laughs> and your ass. Man, not I'm so much on the top of your head. <laughs> One day, Billy asked me, he said, because I told him we went to high school together, though we didn't know each other that well. He's like, did he do any school announcements? Did he do the morning <laughs> announcements? Like, I was like, you had to have some sort of speaking accolades because you have such a golden voice. <laughs> you know, I didn't. In fact, I was pretty shy in uh, in high school. You know, I, I was in band and also did sports, sort of a weird dichotomy there. But uh, mm -hmm. You know, getting in front of people was always a scary proposition. It wasn't until later that yeah. I got more comfortable with it and, uh, you know, obviously doing what I do now. But, yeah, I was growing facial hair young and was able to uh, buy alcohol and beer well before that. I was the age of 21. Nice. Seemed like a facial hair young kind of guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. How young? How young? Was it junior high? Were you? Was it coming in in junior high? It or? was coming in in junior high. Yeah. Wow. I graduated high school. And I had about seven hairs on. I mean, this is all I could grow now for those on the video. It ain't much. <laughs> well, you're a late bloomer. You're in good company. Unfortunately, Tony's not with us right now, but uh, he struggles uh, growing the facial hair as well. So <laughs> maybe, maybe it's because we're veggie guys. I don't know. Could be. Could be. Mm. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, uh, we're headed into the uh, end of the segment. Again, we always want your participation. Don't be afraid to give us a call, 844-790-TALK, 844, uh, nope, 844, boy, I'm, I don't have my normal monitor here, so I'm, I'm a little confused, but 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Folks, when we come back, we're going to be talking with our friend Tim Nidell about podcasts we love, namely his interview with James Woods on the Saturday Morning Rewind podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And 
We are back to the show. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, May 26th. Now, we have set up what we call the Phoenix Line. It is a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail system that you can call in and let us know how we ruined your breakfast this morning because I'm sure we did our fair share of damage. But uh, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4900. 73. Leave it on any topic. You can comment on any of the segments uh, that we've talked about here on the show. You can just check in, tell us how you're doing, rant and rave. We don't care. Just keep it entertaining. We'll put everything together and play it on a future episode. Now, joining us now is uh, our regular contributor, good friend Tim Nidell, and uh, wanted to start a new feature uh, that we'll do every once in a while, bringing on creators of podcasts that we love. And Tim runs one called the Saturday Morning Rewind Podcast, which is a fascinating podcast. He interviews some wonderful stars and voiceover talent from cartoons that I knew I grew up with, many of you grew up with. But uh, real quick, quick, let's hear a clip from the intro of the podcast and uh, a little uh, segment from his most recent guest, and then we'll go ahead and get into it. Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind, a show dedicated to the love of animation and feeling like a kid again. Let's go back in time to when cats defended Third Earth. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the terror that flaps in the night. And knowing was half the battle. Yo, Joe! Let's go back with Saturday Morning Rewind and your host, Tim Nidell. Two or three years ago, I was cleaning out a storage unit that was maybe 20 years old. My girlfriend and I were opening it up, and she said, I said, see, look, there's a box from International Creative Management. I said, well, that's my old agents. You know, I was with Tony Howard. She was, you know, my agent at the time. I did... Uh, I did Hercules. It's really interesting. I, I said, I wonder what this was. She, I, I said, probably old mail or something. So I started to open it up. And she goes, I'm sorry, is that an Emmy? I said, it, it looks like it's an Emmy. And, I opened it up, and it was an Emmy. And I go, oh, look at this. I got an Emmy for doing Hercules. I didn't even know that. How does that happen? She, said, she says, I don't know a lot of people who get an Emmy and don't know that they want it. I said, I I didn't know I wanted. I'm so pleased. I'd, I'd like to thank the Academy, but it's too late. <laughs> Go ahead, make a speech right now. We want to hear. It. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Academy. What was my hair up before I do? Oh, thank you very much. Okay, we're smooth. We'll dance. We'll carry on. How do you like this thing? It's made of gold, and so am I. <laughs> Joining us now is t- Tim Nidell from the Saturday Morning Rewind Podcast. Welcome to the show, Tim. What's up, fellas? Glad to be here. Now, uh, most of us recognize the voice in that clip. If you want to elaborate on who that was, how rare it is for you to get an interview with him, and uh, just the fun that you guys had. Yeah, so if you didn't know, that was uh, James Woods, who is not only an amazing voice actor, but also was a very, very big actor in the uh, late 80s and 90s. I mean, I guess he's still a big actor now. Yeah. Just don't see too many flicks from him nowadays, but I mean, he's done some amazing amazing movies in the past but uh, one of my favorites was uh the hard way with michael j fox you guys ever see that one yeah that was uh you know a rare michael j fox movie but uh, definitely one of james wood's best 
So yeah, James Woods, um, I did not know this. I mean, I knew he was hard to get a hold of to do interviews, but after my interview with him, he called me back about an hour afterwards, and he told me that he stopped doing press a while back. He doesn't do press anymore. He doesn't like doing it. And he's like, I've never done a podcast before, but he thanked me for asking him to come on the show and thanked me for the time and said that he had a, an amazing time. And uh, I don't know how much more I can say because we went back and forth quite a bit. <laughs> he also told me yesterday that uh, anytime that I want to have him on the podcast, he would love to come on. Yeah, he disappeared for a little while, uh, you know, from the press, mostly because he is a conservative actor in a very uh, yeah. liberal Hollywood, and you know, politics and Hollywood don't mix very well. And you know, he's very outspoken. But uh, the nice thing about your podcast is you guys don't dive into that. You talk about his previous no. work and specifically the work he did in the movie Hercules. Yeah, um, he even yeah he thanked me for not talking about politics. I think that's kind of rare for him, you know, not to talk about politics. And I, I don't want to go that route, you know. I don't really put out there what I believe because I think that people should think for themselves. And, you know, and so I didn't want to go into politics, even though when I posted that I had him on my show on my Facebook page, um, I got a couple of black um, responses like, I'm going to unfollow you now that you support some POS like this oh. guy. I was like, we don't even talk about politics. I was like, we don't even talk about anything modern. It's all about his voice work from Hercules that we talked about. So, but whatever, yeah. you know, I don't care. I'll get, I'll get new listeners from doing the interview, so I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, leave it to Facebook to ruin something that you love. But, uh, <laughs> no. you know, it sounded like James Woods had a lot of fun. Now, was this your first video interview as well? This was my first um, FaceTime video interview. I've never done FaceTime before for an interview. Um, but I've done plenty of Zooms now okay. and uh, plenty of video Skypes. You know, I think I was, um, uh, yeah, I don't remember who else I've interviewed video. I've done at least maybe 50 video interviews and some in person. Yeah. But when I live in Montana, it's kind of hard to do in-person interviews. Well, and I've, I've never, you know, wor hooked up FaceTime to work with, you know, all the audio equipment, but uh, it came exactly. out well. No, it, it was. It was tough when I had to get my buddy Christian um, to, uh, not you, another right. Christian. <laughs> I had to get him because I don't even own a Mac. I own an iPhone, but I was like, I don't know how to record the audio from the iPhone. So he brought his Mac over. I hooked up my sound equipment to the Mac and uh, did the FaceTime. And I'm so glad we did because I think James and I really connected because we were able to see each other. And I got to tell you, man, this interview, I think everybody needs to check it out because he has a great time talking about Hercules. It's, it's the passion of his, that character. Well, and it's an iconic uh, character, an iconic villain. At a time where Disney was starting to lose its way a little bit, you know, obviously the Pixar yeah. movies were starting to work in and take over the 2D animation movies, but uh, Hercules is one of my favorite modern Disney classics. Yeah, for sure. And I think Hades is probably in my top five of best Disney villains. Yeah, and they're even working on a uh, live-action remake, as Disney does, with all their properties now. It'd be nice to see a little <laughs> cameo from James Woods in there. I know, I know. I, I kind of mentioned that in the interview, and he didn't really uh, talk about it too much, so I don't know. Hey, that might be a good sign. angry. Exactly, exactly. I'm thinking maybe the Disney lawyers are uh, telling him not to say anything, which I'm hopeful for, because I don't think anybody else can do that voice. No, 
No, I agree. Now, uh, what number episode was this? You've got a ton under your belt. Um, but uh, I think it's 184. Let me look it up on the page. Oh, that's I it? I, Just... I've been doing it for, you know, yeah. Because when I first started out, I used to only release episodes once a month. And so the first couple of years, kind of, you know, I didn't have too many episodes. So now it's 184, and uh, I'm looking over the past guests, and I was like, oh, yeah, I did interview them. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you're what looking I... at the past guests, you know, give us an idea of just some of the, the names, some of the talent. Uh, obviously, you know, if you don't recognize the name, you'll recognize the characters that they played. You know, just of give course. us a, a rundown um, of some of the people that you've had on your show. Um, I'm assuming there's a lot of Star Wars fans out there. I recently had Tim Rose on. Um, you might not know his name, but he was heavily involved in the uh, original trilogy. He was the voice of Admiral Akbar. It's a trap! Actually, no, he wasn't. Was he the voice or was the puppeteer? I don't remember now. <laughs> yeah, he was the voice. Sorry, he, he was, was the voice yeah. and, and the puppeteer. He was both. He was both. Um, I had Brett Iwin. You probably don't know that name either, but he is the uh, official voice of Mickey Mouse, which he doesn't do interviews as well. And so that was another rare one to have, and he really opens up quite a bit about his time as Mickey Mouse. Um, Let's see. Brad Dorff, one of my favorite interviews. Of course, he's also a huge actor as well. He's also the voice of Chucky. Exactly. It was a Halloween episode of mine that we talked about Chucky. Wow. Another one where I don't think he does many interviews. Well, I'm, and, uh, I'm, I'm sure he'd be a big get for, especially for the voiceover market. Uh, oh no, exactly. And you've had a number of Power Rangers. You've had uh, yep. obviously your intro is done by the voice of Lionel. Uh, if you're a fan of <laughs> yep. f- fan of Thundercats, as I was as a kid. Yes. Yeah, L- Larry Kenny. I became friends with him years ago, even before I started doing this podcast. I interviewed him three or four times for my old podcast, and uh, I asked him to do the intro, and he did it very graciously, and uh, I'm glad to hear it. I still get kind of goosebumps when I hear that intro. I do, too, you know, and uh, again, you know, I obviously a voice guy myself, grew up in the 80s and 90s, and, and just loved the cartoons, um, you know, all the Disney afternoon cartoons that were amazing, and for the end of your show, you even have the voice of Porky Pig as your outro, right? <laughs> Yep, Bob Bergen. He's been doing the voice of Porky, I think, since Tiny Toons Adventures, so early 90s. Uh, had him on the show years and years ago, and he graciously sent me a clip that I play at the end of every episode. That's awesome. Well, Tim... I do have one more quick st- yes. one more quick story about... Go for it. Okay, quick. Okay. One of my favorite interviews I've done was with Alan Oppenheimer. He was the original voice of Skeletor, which I'm sure you guys all love He-Man as much as I do. Oh, yeah. So I interviewed him in person... And uh, he doesn't do interviews either. It's another rare one to get. And after it was done, he shook my hand, and then he came in, and he gave me a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> you and, had a and kiss then, by like, yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> and then a couple hours later, his manager comes over. He's like, dude, I have never seen that happen before. That's rare. <laughs> so, yep, kiss by Skeletor. That's skeleton. amazing. <laughs> never he watched does- in your face again. He doesn't even have lips. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that just goes back to your interview style and how at home you make your guests feel. Now, we are sadly at the end of the segment. Tim, why don't you tell everybody how they can find your podcast, how they can get a hold of you, and where they can find you on social media? Of course, just like your show, I'm pretty much everywhere you find podcasts. 
So just type in Saturday Morning Rewind or go to SaturdayMorningRewind.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram. It's at Saturday Rewind. Or my personal one is at Tim underscore Nidell, N-Y-D-E-L-L. I also do a YouTube channel where I do a lot of 80s, 90s retro things. So just type in my name for that as well and you'll find it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Tim. I have no doubt we'll hear you for our uh, call-in topic tomorrow. But, uh, you know, that was our first feature of podcast we love. Highly recommend checking out Tim's podcast. And, folks, when we come back, we'll be back with Ryan and This Day in History. Don't go away. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is sadly the last segment of the show, but, uh, you know, we, we have fun. We've had fun and hope to entertain you at least for another 10 and a half minutes. But uh, if you missed a portion of the show, want to go back and catch on any previous shows, uh, head over to americamatters.us, click on the Shows and Podcasts link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and you can get everything you need there. Or you can head to anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, iHeart, TuneIn, I think about 20 in all and adding more every day. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends. As I always say, sharing is caring. Well, folks, being that this is the last segment of the show, as we do each and every day, we like to entertain, but we also like to educate. And we've got Ryan with This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat, Ryan Wink. <laughs> That's right, folks. It's time for another installment of This Day in History. Let's get straight into it. Not the best piece of news here. But on this day in 1647, Alsa Young becomes the first person executed as a witch in the American colonies when she's hanged in Hartford, Connecticut. Damn straight. Now there's, there's, there's always <laughs> got to be the first, right? Always. There, there does, you know. She got hung because they thought she was a witch? Oh, yeah. It's about time, you know, because these witches, they've been, uh, you know, it's about time. Yeah, witches they, be shopping. Yeah. Well, and that witches was good stitches. That was <laughs> witches <laughs> good stitches. <laughs> that was back in a time where you know, if if your <laughs> wife looked at you wrong, you could accuse her of witchcraft and just you know, no divorce, no no worry about uh, alimony or, or child support. Just accuse her of being a witch, and then uh, yeah, you you move on to the next one. That'd be amazing yeah. if that's still stuck to this day. <laughs> You could use that excuse. You're kind of a witch. Hashtag me too, witches. <laughs> uh, well, moving right along, y'all. Uh, today is in 1783. A great jubilee day was held in Trumbull, Connecticut, to celebrate the end of the American Revolution. I would hope that they celebrated that. You know, obviously it was long, bloody battle, but. Uh, we wouldn't be here without it, and obviously we just celebrated Memorial Day yesterday. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a good time. They were celebrating Prince's band. <laughs> the Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
it's funny. Most people remember Prince. Very few people remember his actual band, which is sort of sad. Oh yeah. I don't think it was Prince. I think it was the King, and that's what the revolution was all about: breaking free from the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Way to drop some knowledge in the form of a joke. <laughs> hey, there you have it. Hey, all right, guys, moving right along. This one is uh, a shout out to Tim Nidell because yeah. on this day. In 1864, the territory of Montana formed. Ah, the wide open ah, spaces Montana. where you can speed at any speed whatsoever and get away with it. Big really? sky country, at, apparently. At, at least it used to be. It was like America's uh, Autobahn. You just wow, got to watch out from the bison, you know, because you hit one of those and forget uh, about yeah. it. It was kind of like that in L.A. a month ago. It was kind of like the Autobahn. It reminded me of Montana because nobody was on the road. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think we might have a uh, special guest tomorrow who could speak to uh, the freeways of L.A., but uh, you'll have to tune in for that. <laughs> oh, man, I would. I, my cousin just hit me up yesterday. He was just in Yellowstone. I was, I've always wanted to go. Never been. Have you guys been to Yellowstone? No. Well, if you remember from, I want to say, mid-last week, that's where half my face stopped working was Yellowstone. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so not, I didn't think of, not fond not memories. The, well, I'm going to move right along. Uh, <laughs> on this day in 1896, the last czar of Russia, Nicholas II, was crowned. Now, there's a, a series. It's It's somewhat documentary somewhat at like narrative okay. acting it's really good and it kind of tells the story of the last czar and i'm sure you guys have heard of rasputin mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he he was a real interesting figure and he had a, yeah. this heavy influence over the uh, mm -hmm. the wife the empress of the czar and his influence within that family you know, he was also the healer of their son who had hemophilia. Yeah, mm -hmm. he, he was like their advisor and then also a mystic. And obviously it's said that uh, to kill him, they stabbed him, shot him, burned him, and uh, decapitated his head. And uh, that's what it took to kill him. Yeah. Rasputin used to feed people uh, pine, like Russian... Uh, uh, Russian pine when he would cure people. I, I I take pine in pill form because I I read that about Rasputin. Interesting, huh? Look at yeah. That. He was also a drunk and that's why a I drink sexual, a, lot too. a sexual <laughs> deviant. And anyways, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. All right, moving on. This wasn't mentioned in the um, birthdays, but. Jazz trumpeter and composer Miles Davis, one of the most influential and innovative musicians of the 20th century, who broke long-held musical rules and helped popularize jazz fusion with his four-time platinum 1959 album, Kind of Blue. He was born on this day in 1926. All right. Nice. So if you want. Miles Davis. Yeah. If you want a uh, headache listening to music, just turn on some uh, jazz and. Uh, oh, come on. Freeform jazz. No, I'm kidding. It, jazz influenced so much uh, rock music. And in high school, I was in jazz bands and, and things like that. But. Uh, see. See. It's. Uh, <laughs> the, the more experimental stuff is a little bit harder to swallow. Chick Korea. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> They're all like the most amazing musicians in the world. I can't listen to that band for 30 seconds. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, see? Man. I, I'd have to get Zazzle just to have a listen. <laughs> what do we got? Do we have some time, time for some more? Yeah, we got about uh, three minutes left. All right, guys. On this day in 1927, Henry Ford and the Ford Motor Company produced the last and 15 millionth Model T Ford, Tin Lizzle. Tin Lizzie. Tin, Tin Lizzie. Tin Lizzie. <laughs> Tin Lizzie, not to be confused with. Thin Lizzie. Smoking in the boys' room. Okay, teacher, don't you fill me up with no rules. Everyone <laughs> knows that smoking ain't allowed in school. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ford had a fantastic comment about uh, the colors of his cars because people wanted cars that came in silver or green or blue and you know they all came in black and uh, Ford famously said you can have any color you want just as long as it's black also 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 the motto for the Kardashians <laughs> Tin Lizzle Tin Lizzle all right no comment Ooh. Billy why doesn't Billy take over for well, It's also weird National holidays. Blueberry Cheesecake Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, what sort of mite or spider lives a in blueberries that we can ruin for you? A.K.A. Uh, National Blueberry Cheesecake. I don't know, A.K.A. Okay, it's also <laughs> National Also cherry. known as the same exact thing. It's a National Cherry Desert Day, too. Dessert? Dessert? <laughs> Dessert sounds like it's National Diabetes Day as well. Hold on, real quick. Can we back up? Did you say National Desert or National Cherry Desert Day? I think you did. Whatever. You know everybody, what I mean. Everybody knows the Cherry Desert. Now, I remember my first never time. Been, uh, it's next to Yellowstone. <laughs> that, <It> gets, <laughs> that's the desert I want to be stranded in. It's not the Strawberry Desert. No. No, thank you. No. Cherry that Desert? kind of like a Cherry Desert. <laughs> What other day is it? Uh... It's also National Paper Airplane Day for all of you that are super bored in school <laughs> and bored in your life. But, you know, when you're 11, making a paper airplane is a big deal. So, happy day. Right. Um, Next two... I once did the Science Olympiad in middle school. And one of the events, we, we threw paper airplanes mm -hmm. from a balcony. And we saw how far they could go. How'd you do? flop straight <laughs> <laughs> down all right we, we've got time for one more national holiday oh it's it's well it's the world lindy hop day you know huh the lindy also hop. world dracula day i wanted to say okay there we go um, world dracula Dra day <laughs> and and that actually ties in with if you're gonna cough in public you gotta oh you gotta do the, the dracula, dracula cough is that what they call it or the, yeah, I think they. But do. you do the eyebrows too when you cough? <laughs> cough in the go. Walk out of the room that way. Blah. Anyway, did you we, say coffin? There that you was... go. <laughs> All right, folks, we've reached the end of the show. We've had a lot of fun, but come back tomorrow. We'll have more fun tomorrow, folks. Uh, headed into a Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your day. 